Hello there, founders. My name is Kamala Brown Washington, and I'm a nonprofit founder as well as the CEO of the Profitable Blueprint and Million Dollar CEO Mastermind. And I'm on a mission to help nonprofit founders with online programs just like you all over the world grow your business in a way that's profitable and scalable. I'm having candid and transparent conversations about what it really takes to scale your online business to millions of dollars per year without self-funding or being solely dependent upon grants. Join me to learn the CEO decisions I've had to make, the biggest failures I've had to overcome, and the strategic wisdom that emerged every step of the way. I'm humbled and I'm grateful to have this opportunity to share it all with you right here on Level Up with Kamala, the podcast designed for nonprofit founders with online programs. Let's level up together. Is your limited belief keeping you from making progress or profits? We often pray to be blessed with more, while at the same time feeling unable to let go of our unbelief. When we lack the courage to push past our limitations, we continue to live on a level of what we believe. There's a lot of noise and chatter out here on these social media streets, <laughs> and you might be wondering what to believe and how to select a program that'll help you achieve your result. So allow me to help clarify why your program isn't selling. Hello, 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 founders. My name is Kamala Brown Washington, a nonprofit founder and CEO of the Profitable Blueprint and the Million Dollar CEO Mastermind. I'm on a mission to help nonprofit founders with online programs just like you all over the world grow your business in a way that's profitable and scalable. I'm having candid and transparent conversations about what it really takes to scale your online business to millions of dollars per year without self-funding or being solely dependent upon grants. Join me to learn the CEO decisions I've had to make, the biggest failures I've had to overcome, and the strategic wisdom that emerged every step of the way. I'm humbled and grateful to have this opportunity to share with you right here on Level Up with Kamala, the podcast designed for nonprofit founders with online programs. Let's level up together. Okay, let's just jump into this, okay? There are certain limited beliefs that all of us fight to various degrees, which are limiting our progress in business. And your limitations are counseling out opportunities, which may be the very thing that you're praying and asking God to provide. In essence, you're destroying the same thing that you're asking for. So one, you may be praying for a way to quit your nine to five to break up with your boss <laughs> so you can run your business full time. And yet you refuse to implement the necessary strategies and systems to generate consistent revenue in your business. Why? Because it's making you uncomfortable, because it's actually stretching you. So in order to give a testimony, you must first be tested. You know, scripture says faith without works is dead. And Frederick Douglass said, if there is no struggle, there is no progress. Okay. So are you the true block and barrier that's keeping you from reaching the level that you really want to achieve? Number two, you're praying to make your business profitable, 
so you can stop self-funding, and yet you're not willing to invest in yourself to learn best practices from coaches who've walked in your shoes. Why? Because you have an imposter syndrome. So God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And number three, you're asking God for a mentor or a coach to work with you. And yet when you enroll in someone's program or you actually hire a coach or a mentor, you don't show up and do the work. Why? Because it's safer to self-sabotage rather than face the fact that maybe your passion really isn't a business. I want you to understand it's much easier to monetize your expertise than your passion. Every idea isn't meant to be a business. Sometimes it's just a really good idea. And sometimes it just might be a hobby. So no business on this planet will be profitable without generating revenue. I was really amazed with my nonprofit program when we started opening doors for ex-offenders to really find employment. So we got some jobs and we started creating opportunities for them. But some of them, once they secured employment, they felt so uncomfortable that they stopped going to work. And then we had to really rethink and dig deeper into the psychology inside of our program. So I get it that it's a pretty big leap (laughs) to go from being in a jail cell to working in someone's office. The vernacular is different. The terminologies are different. The atmosphere is different. The culture is different, you know, and then there's this feeling of like, I don't really fit in here. And anytime that you don't fit even though the dynamics are better, and even though it's something that you've actually prayed for, you'll end up canceling it out and going back to what's comfortable. Even if what's comfortable is disturbing and self-destructive, just because it's familiar. So in other words, you'd rather live on the level of your belief. Okay, I'm gonna say that again. You'd rather live on the level of your belief. And that's why there's such a high percentage of repeat offenders. You know, many times they become institutionalized and every time they get out, they'll mess it up until they can get sent back because that's the world that they know. Again, it's familiar, it's predictable. It's not that they don't want better. They like the idea of being free, but when freedom came, the reality of freedom looked completely different. And it's harder to adjust to the change. So when I come back, I'm going to share a few CEO decisions that you need to make for the profitability of your program. Let's listen to a short testimonial from one of my clients. I will say I'm familiar with other programs that are similar to your framework or not per se the topic, but I will tell you hands down, you are phenomenal in that you are hands-on, you're real, yeah, you are available. I'm talking to you. You're talking to <laughs> I'm me. I'm having a conversation with you. <laughs> other programs that I'm familiar with and have friends who join and gotten into, none of this. None of this. Really? And I told them, I was like, y'all, Kamala is very different. When I saw that your Q&As were, would have you on there from time to time, I was like, oh my God, you hardly ever never get that. So tell me, like, what are these other programs like? <laughs> Girl, they are, they're commercial and they're about the money. They're about the dollars. They're not about the people and really helping them. You have a heart to serve and help. That's why you're in nonprofit. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it's obvious that's what you, that's who you are. 
because it shows in what you do. It shows in how you treat your people who come into your program, how you conduct yourself with your people. And I'm telling you, I, I have never seen the way you do it. And that's why you're going to be successful. All right, we are back. So I'm talking about why your program is not selling. So despite having a biological son, there was a time that my husband and I tried to adopt a child just so our son could have a sibling. Now I'm a woman of a particular age, okay? So I had my son when I was 37. And as I got older, I was like, you know, it really would be good for him to have a sibling, but you know, I really wasn't trying to have a baby in my 40s. So there were two boys that we were considering at two different times. And as much as they wanted to be adopted and to be a part of a forever family, they just couldn't get past their previous ways. Each of them on separate occasions lived with us for close to a year. We worked with them, provided therapy, and literally met them where they were and gradually tried to bring them up to the level of our son because they were only like a year apart. At one point, my son was nine and the other one was eight. And then the second one, my son was 10 and the boy was nine. So they're only a year apart. But when they would ask for things and we gifted them with it, they couldn't handle it. They ended up going back to their old ways of either breaking it, losing it, or not taking the time to learn how it worked because it was much safer for them and much familiar for them to just break it, lose it, or ignore it. They didn't want to take the time to step out of their comfort zone and to change to be responsible. So in terms of your business, I clearly want you to understand that nonprofit is a tax status and not a business model. So I don't want you to have this limited belief that because you have a nonprofit business that you cannot be profitable, that you cannot generate revenue, that you cannot increase the quality of life for yourself and your family, that you cannot charge a fee, you cannot make a profit. You can. You cannot pocket the profit, but the business as a whole, you have to have consistent revenue to be sustainable. By the time you subtract your expenses from your revenue, you need to have something in the positive left over. And whatever's left over in the positive is your profit. So you have to determine if you want to have a nonprofit business or a nonprofit ministry. A nonprofit business or any business is going to generate revenue by charging a fee for a service product or membership. Hospitals, universities, museums, nonprofit generate revenue, charging fees, they're good, okay? The CEOs and presidents of those organizations and institutions are making seven-figure salaries plus probably another seven-figure bonus. They're good. There's no difference between them and you. A ministry, on the other hand, is going to provide free services like a food pantry, an orphanage, most shelters, disaster relief programs, etc. So I'm here to shake up and disrupt the nonprofit industry and change the mindset around how we run our organizations. 
I work with nonprofit founders with an online program who want a profitable business. You know, now in this day and age, you have to be able to diversify your business model. You don't always have to have a traditional brick and mortar. Even hospitals now have telehealth. So you don't always have to go to the doctor or go to the hospital. You can meet with your doctor virtually. So even if you have a traditional brick and mortar business, you really need to consider incorporating some type of virtual component, some type of hybrid to your program. So the nonprofit founders that I work with, again, have online programs. They're not afraid to monetize their expertise by solving a problem for their audience. They're not falling for the limited beliefs of society about how a nonprofit business should operate. We believe and think on the level of the people who surround us. If you're not the smartest person in the room, you need a new room because you will never grow. So think about it. Like how many of you cook or eat greens and black eyed peas on New Year's Day? <laughs> okay. If you don't have greens or collard greens and uh, black eyed peas on any other day, you had better have them on that day. Now, I don't particularly care for black eyed peas, but on New Year's Day, I'm going to eat at least a spoonful, okay? Just in case. Why? Because it's what our culture does. I talk about us believing and thinking on the level of people that surround us. It's within the Black culture. We eat Black eyed peas for good luck and we eat greens or cabbage for money throughout the year. That's what we're supposed to do. Now, it's not written in any book. There's no scripture say that we have to eat it. But all I know is when you go to the grocery store around the holidays, the greens are gone. And the black eyed peas are sold out. <laughs> so again, we believe and think on the level of the people who surround us. That's our environment. So in regards to your business, here are a few CEO decisions that you really need to make. What's your limited belief around your business? Are you able to clearly articulate your program promise or the problem that your program solves for your niche audience? Do you believe you're undercharging for your services? And do you believe your expertise is undervalued? And lastly, do you believe that if you implemented proven strategies and processes that your program would transform more lives without the stress of self-funding? If you answered yes to one or any of those, then you need to align yourself with the coach to whom you resonate with and who's walked in your shoes. If you resonate with me, super fantastic. If you're filing a e-postcard for your nonprofit or trying to get to six figures with your online business, I invite you to apply to the Profitable Blueprint. If you're already at six figures and trying to build your infrastructure to support seven figures, I invite you to apply to the Million Dollar CEO. Feel free, send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. My handle is at Kamala Brown Washington. That's K-A-M-I-L-A, brown like the color, Washington like the city. <laughs> so just hit me up, send me a DM. I love to engage in some dialogue with you. I'll send you the link. You can fill out the application and we can just see how we can help you. We can get on a strategy call and really determine if our program can help you reach that next level. I sincerely hope 
that this content has been beneficial to you. I'm here to be an answer, and I hope that you continue to transform lives. Until next time, we'll chat soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found value in my content. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast. And if you want to learn more about how to turn your online program into a six or seven figure business, join me in my free masterclass. Please visit KamalaBrownWashington.com. I'll share exactly how I was able to generate millions in revenue with my nonprofit program. And I look forward to hanging out with you next time on Level Up with Kamala, the podcast for nonprofit founders with an online program. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found value in my content. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast. And if you want to learn more about how to turn your online program into a six or seven figure business, join me in my free masterclass. Please visit KamalaBrownWashington.com. That's K-A-M-I-L-A BrownWashington.com. I'll share exactly how I was able to generate millions in revenue with my nonprofit program. And I look forward to hanging out with you next time on Level Up with Kamala, the podcast for nonprofit founders with an online program.